Welcome to the Prodigy Maker Show with Chris Lewitt. Chris Lewitt is an internationally recognized high-performance coach, educator, and author of two best-selling books, The Tennis Technique Bible and The Secrets of Spanish Tennis. The show can be watched live, and video versions of the show are archived at youtube.com forward slash Chris Lewitt. And now, here's Chris. What's up, amigos? It's the Prodigy Maker Show, the big one, episode 68, UTR is God. Just going to talk about UTR a little bit, my thoughts, and also talk about tournaments, and I'll take any questions you guys have about tournaments for your junior player, or maybe if you're a serious senior player, you have questions about what tournaments you should play. Let me know. Feel free to post those in the comments. And as you may have realized, the title UTR is God is a bit of sarcasm, but I really feel like UTR is becoming like a religion or a god. And what I mean by that is UTR seems to be omnipresent, omniscient. So everywhere, everywhere I look is UTR taking over the world, which is a pretty remarkable phenomenon. And UTR is omniscient, like UTR, whatever the UTR algorithm says is the truth, is the word of God. That's how I feel a lot of juniors and parents see UTR uh, as the oracle, you know, the, the ultimate truth. And I think it's fascinating because, we, you know, we live in a world that's driven by technology and UTR is basically an algorithm. Uh, I'm not sure the history of how it was created, but it's, 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 I'm sure it, uh, it's an interesting story. I don't know if there's an actual programmer behind it or if the guys who... Um, started UTR, went to a programmer with the idea, the concept of rating players worldwide, or if it was actually someone with a programming background. But I'm kind of into tech. I'm into like what's happening with programming and software. And this is just another example where uh, technology has become integrated into our lives in, and changed our lives. You can think of social media, or different computer technologies doing that. And this algorithm has become a th part of the fabric of people's tennis lives and tennis identities in a remarkable way. It's, it's tremendous, the growth of UTR. I'm not sure the exact start date, but let's say in the last 10 years. I remember when uh, less than 10 years ago, maybe seven years ago, I was still playing some pro circuit events in the summer. And that was just the beginning of UTR I'm um, thinking back to like 2015, and um, I didn't even really think about UTR back then. I was just playing some tournaments in the summer, uh, traveling a little bit, and then uh, some of those tournaments were getting picked up on on my UTR account. I mean, I, there, I had an account, but it wasn't like a serious thing that I checked, and some of those results started uh, propagating on the UTR system. I. I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but let's say in the last seven or eight years, wow, what an incredible growth from UTR. And I have, you know, I feel it from my students. I feel it from parents. Uh, parents can get obsessed with UTR. That's something, if you're a parent, we have a lot of parents who listen to this show. You've got to watch out for that and make sure the obsession with UTR doesn't affect your child's development in a negative way. And for children, I'm concerned about children and how so many kids are, you know, 
are obsessed with with apps on their phone, and this is just another app. Basically, you know, UTR has appified your rating, or your your basically your rank is rank people around the world. They they call it a rating, but I'll just use those words a little interchangeably. But kids have have the app, and it's like a number that that fluctuates, and it's addicting for young children. And they get, they can get obsessed with it, I think, in a very unhealthy way, and it can affect uh, the choices in terms of uh, tennis development, especially uh, elite tennis development. So I like to talk about some of those issues. I have some concerns or some things I like about UTR. I run a UTR club, and I host a lot of UTR tournaments. So I, I like the flexibility, and I like um, I like that it's a little bit more laissez-faire in terms of running tournaments and. And operating tournaments, as opposed to let's say the USDA system, which I think is the tournament system from USDA is pretty broken. Kind of reminds me of of what's going on in the Pro Tour, because I think the Pro Tour structure is totally broken, you know. And I think the tournament structure in juniors and pros is that uh, all need to be maybe just scrapped, like scrapped and redone in a better way. I think the USDA, we could talk about USDA too if you have any questions about USDA tournaments, but basically it's just a, a, a mess. And I think the rise of UTR, we can get into like a number of different topics related to tournaments and UTR, but the rise of UTR in the last, let's say, decade is uh, reminds me of pickleball, like sort of parallels the rise of pickleball yeah, I'll answer that question in a minute. Not playing backdraw. That, that's, I mean, that's a big problem. Kids not playing backdraw. Uh, I'll get into that in just a moment. But, uh, you know, I'm just kind of wrapping here my thoughts about the state of tournaments. Like, I'm concerned about the pro tour, the way event, the way the season is structured, and and uh, there's all sorts of issues on the professional tour in terms of the structure, and uh, and then on the junior tour, I mean. Everything seems like a mess to me and broken, and then parents have to try to navigate it. And then in the end, it just it's just bad for tennis because we lose players to uh, other sports, you know. And and I'm a big tennis fanatic. I love tennis. I've kind of uh, devoted my life to tennis as a player and a coach. And I'd like to see tennis do better in general. But like, let's talk about some of the issues. Uh, so we're, we're talking about UTR. I just had a question pop up about uh, how do you prevent kids from skipping the backdraw? I mean, how do you prevent kids from skipping tournaments altogether? Like, it's a big mess. It's a bunch of, uh, what are some of my favorite adjectives? I don't want to use bad language on this program because we have some children who listen. But, but if you follow my drift, like, this is crazy. Like, I run UTR tournaments and... Um, Kids are ducking tournaments all the time. You know, like I'll have parents message me and they'll say, um, you know, sorry, we're, we wanted to come to your tournament, but we looked at, we checked all the, the ratings and, uh, you know, it's just, there's no one strong enough for my son or daughter. I'm like, okay. And, and then on the flip side, it could be the other way around. Like a uh, parent might not sign up because they look at the, the, the rating and they're, they're, the ratings in the tournament, they're like, all oh, right, that's just too strong for my kid. I don't have a chance, you know. Uh, uh, kids will skip the backdrop. Kids won't want to play the backdrop. Like, that's, I don't think there is a fix to that. I'm sorry. Like, I don't have a brilliant solution to that. I'm just sort of throwing out my, what I see as, as, as a critique and problems. Um, you know, the big problem is kids, 
I worry about the health of children. I don't think it's healthy for kids to be like checking their app, like, you know, every, every damn minute, see where their UTR is at. Um, like I have students who do that and they, they can't like, it's kind of like they can't stop checking like their Instagram, like you have like Instagram, TikTok or whatever, God knows whatever apps the kids have, video games. And then like, they got to check their UTR. Like, I, I just don't think that is the most healthy thing psychologically, uh, for most kids. Uh, if I was a kid growing up now, I, I think I'd be, it would be a nightmare for me because I remember I get nostalgic for the old days where you could check your ranking, you know, maybe once a month or you'd have to call it. I used to call into the USDA regional office. You know, I was one of the top juniors in New England. I'd check my rank and see how I was doing. Like, like every three months I'd like call in and say, Hey, where's my, what's my ranking? And it would, you know, it would fluctuate a little There's some office they had and they had a printout or something. And then at the end of the year, I always joke about this, guys. You know what I'm going to say. At the end of the year, you'd wait in the mail for your yearbook. That You'd wait for, like, the, the, the sectional year. I used to wait for the USDA New England yearbook. And it was very, very exciting because you could check your, like, year-end rankings. And it, you had to wait months for, the, for some sort of calculation to happen in the USDA office, USDA office. And I actually think it was better, guys. Like, it was, it was a better way back then. I must be getting old because I start to talk like an old person, you know, like, uh, you remember the old days when, you know, things were like, I'm starting to talk like that. Like I have this nostalgia for the way it was, but, but I'm not a Luddite, you know, I'm not anti-technology. I, I, I love, I really do appreciate the modern world with the advances in technology. I have an appreciation for that, but I think with technology also comes problems, you know, more technology, more problems, more money, more problems. Um, and this is a problem. And I think parents, we have lots of parents and coaches who listen and watch this show. So like, guys, just like, I just want to make you like aware, like it's not totally normal or healthy for a kid to be constantly checking their UTR. It's not healthy. I think it's, it's bad practice for, for a parent to skip a tournament or to, to, because of who's there, you know? I think you should basically, you should fight anyone on any day. And I think you should probably teach your kids to battle and be a, be a good competitor that way. And not to like skip an event um, because there may or may not be the, the right level players. Um, Backdraw is a good example of that. Teach your kid to fight and be a warrior. Go play that backdraw and just and and clean up. If it's easy, clean up. If it's hard, fight. You know, either way. I just don't like the character building aspect of that, where we have like there's a lot of skipping going on. There's a lot of parents that are playing the system to get the the rank rating or the ranking a little higher. And I guess UTR is not completely God, or I guess maybe God could. God's supposed to be perfect, but in this case, UTR hasn't figured out how to solve some of those issues. Um, but one thing that really is really aggravating me lately is, um, you know, you, you can't play a tournament and work on stuff anymore. It used to be maybe you'd enter a tournament. There's a couple of things. There's the character building aspect. 
Um, so I just think it's it's not good practice to to set the example for your kid that we're gonna we're gonna duck like we're gonna duck battles we're gonna duck matches we're we're not gonna play that because we're too good or um, um, that's not worth our time or that's too or that's or the opposite that's too high a level you don't want to sell your kids short that way either so I just think in terms of character building that's not a great way to develop mental toughness and the attitude of a warrior. And so that's why I kind of harken back to the old days where you just played, you know, you signed up, you didn't know who was gonna be in the tournament, you know, and sometimes maybe that's better if parents just, you know, don't let their kids check the app. You know, there are apps now that have all, I don't know if it's My Tennis Locker or I forget the name of the app. One of my students was telling me they got an app, uh, where they have all of your rankings and ratings like listed and you, and it's like really convenient and you can check it all but think of the danger of that too you know you could you you got your rankings and every single ranking and rating and and you're constantly checking it all the results like it can you know can create a complex in a young kid's mind but think of what you're teaching your kid um in terms of character building by saying um like number 1 how about for their ego like okay we're not going to play that one because you're too good like that's like, imagine what Tony Nadal would say about that in terms of, like, developing humility and, like, you know, strong character. Like, no, we're going to play that and whoop ass. You know, like, if, if that's the, we're, we're going to sign up for this tournament and whatever the level of people is there, we're going to go there and whoop some ass. That's a good message to teach your kids. You know, teach them to be a fighter. I don't like this ducking stuff. Or, um... Or you look at a tournament and you look at the players and, and you tell your kid, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of avoid that. that. That looks like a tough one. Or you see the players like, and you know your kid's lost to a player before. They're like a little bit higher level um, UTR. And you're like, no, no, let's not play that. That might be, uh, you know, that might be a bad loss there or something like that. I think that's a lot of, sh that's a lot of BS, man. You got to go and fight that player. Who are, is there someone in the draw your kid doesn't like or... Like this ability to see all the players in the tournament is like really problematic in terms of uh, character building. There's a lot of pitfalls that I think parents and, and, and coaches who are running schedules, hopefully coaches, um, you know, wouldn't, you know, a lot, a lot of parents and coaches are doing this, you know, both, both parents, you, you'd hope, you'd hope that the coaches have like, you know, maybe they got some like training, like in a, in a course or something about tournament schedule, but there's not much out there for coaches. Coaches make the same same uh, mistakes that parents make when they're scheduling tournaments. So, so I, I'm concerned about the character building aspect of like what what's happening with with UTR. And maybe it's just it's not. I shouldn't just completely beat up on UTR because it's just a, a it's just like the technology, the access to like like players who have entered a tournament. It's like a big problem to be able to see it in advance and to be able to to pull out. Um, you know, back in the day, okay, you just it was better for kids character development you just and i think we should try to like if you're a parent you could try to like recreate this as best you can in the modern setup that we have you know you just sign up for a tournament and say okay that weekend tournaments used to be weekend too not just one day um we're gonna that saturday or sunday we are going and we are gonna battle and we're gonna whoop some ass and i don't we don't care who's there if there are really good players there great because that's going to make us stronger and we're going to fight you know tough battles we might get our might get our butt whooped but we're going to do it you know we're not going to like duck out of that 
And if we get nervous, parent, either mom or dad gets nervous or the kid gets like, whoa, I don't really want to, that sounds really tough for me. No. And, and on, on the flip side, if we show up there and there are, and we're the best one, like, you know, we're, we're the, we look at the players, they're like, oh man, I'm the best one here. That, that doesn't mean you leave, you know, you don't like say, all right, let's go, you know, let's go take the weekend off or, uh, you know, cause that's the attitude nowadays. We know if, if you're the best one there, all right, we're going to try to win like one and one, oh, and one, we're going to clean house. We're going to go through that draw, uh, match by match. And, and as I mentioned, whooping ass, we're going to go and we're going to beat everyone there so badly that they, they're scared to play us again. You know, we're going to inflict some psychological damage on those, those poor players who are, are less, you know, who we assume, we assume they're, le- they're lower. Than. Think about the ego that you're starting to develop in your child when you, when you, just, when you just, like, write off certain events and, and players, you know. Uh, Rafa talks a lot about how even at his level now, he believes that he can lose. You know, he has a humility that he believes he can lose even against players he's ranked, he's quote-unquote ranked higher than. You know, like, that's a really good mentality to try to develop in your kid's um, character, you know, in terms of your kid's character building. Uh, so so I'm, so I'm really concerned about that. And then, you know, the other big issue that's been aggravating me is the kids don't want to... You can't go to a tournament, at least the UT... You can't go to any tournaments anymore and, like, work on something. And, and like every time you play someone lower, there's like this big letdown. Like it used to be if you had a player who's, who's less than you, you know, you, you get, you start warming up or you, you know, the players in the draw and, and you're like, oh man, you know, this, this guy sucks. And this is not a problem, you know, because you can still get a lot of work. You can work, get a good workout. You could, you know, those are, those were times where maybe you'd, you'd, practice your slice backhand or you work on a little bit serve and volley you work on something that you've been training with your coach it's a great opportunity to get better at something and nobody nobody sees it that way anymore it's, it, all, all it is 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 a a waste of time b uh, a chance where i might i might lose too many games that the algorithm the the algorithm the the algorithm that is god now might determine that I'm, I'm a lesser player. And, you know, I just think it's a bunch of garbage, you know. Players are missing out on a huge opportunity in terms of, uh, and parents too, in developing their kids' character better and also developing their kids' deficiency, get parts of their game that are not, uh, that need work, you know. So um, what do you guys think? Am I just getting, am I, am I becoming old-fashioned? I'm becoming that old geezer who, who uh, wishes the world wasn't changing around him. But I don't think I am. I just think the, the, the technology is great. It's cool to be able to check your, your stats on an app. It's, it, it, it's, there's a lot of advantages. I mean, UTR is a, it's a great rating system. There's a lot of other competing rating systems around the world. We could talk about that. I mean, I have no idea that the whole environment is completely kind of like fragmented. And, and uh, UTR, I think they, they do it. The, the algorithm is quite accurate. It's, it's, it's uh, actually uh, sometimes shockingly accurate in the way it, it does assess a player very well. So that, that's a good part that it's, it's, a, it's a good algorithm in, for the most part. 
but uh, this the obsession and then that all the ducking. I mean, I'm not sure how to fix it, but I'm just I just want to talk about it, you know. Like, and maybe you guys have some ideas too. You can share in comments or email me or you know whatever you'd like. Uh, and this is also for a lot of my parents. I have a lot of my own students' parents who who watched and listened to the show. So, you know. Uh, those two things are bothering me a lot, and I would love for my students to just play, like just sign up and play, and like maybe don't even check the UTRs of all the players. And um, that's a tough one. If you're playing someone worse, can you work on something, or that's gonna, that's just you know, it's gonna affect your your UTR in the end. But in the long run, you're gonna get better. You're gonna be a much better player. You're gonna be more mentally tough, and you're gonna be, have like fewer holes in your game. You got all these kids now who are afraid afraid to try anything. They're afraid to work on stuff. Just li simply afraid because if you lose too many games, you might get dinged on uh, from the god the god algorithm, the godly algorithm known as UTR. Um I think USDA has has got to like you know UTA, USDA just has a history of being monolithic and uh, lacking agility. Like, there's no agility from that organization. There's no common sense. It just historically, I don't know. It's it's just a it, it's a cultural problem in the organization. I'm not the first person to um, to complain about this. Um, just getting a comment here that we should have some incentives for playing. Yeah, maybe there is a way to incentivize the play. I mean, I'm also speaking directly to UTR and it, you know, I know some some of the UTR guys follow the program and you know, like like the, you you have to take some responsibility for what you created and and at the end of the day, we want good experience for for kids. I think UTR is really good in terms of the flexibility it offers uh for for club owners and like tournament operators. I, I, like I mentioned, I, I run UTR tournaments and it's so much easier and more flexible than USDA. And that just goes back to my point, like the USDA is so rigid and slow, so slow to adapt. It's not like an adaptable organization it goes back to their kind of corporate culture, very corporate and slow moving and sort of, uh, uh, glacial, it's a good way to describe it, like glacial in the way they, they, they operate. And um, the tournament scene has been broken in USTA for many years. The, the red, orange, green mandates for tournaments is very heavy-handed. Parents don't like it. Nobody, I don't know if anybody likes it. You know, the kids don't like it. Why, why is that the first introduction to tournaments for, for, for kids? What a nightmare, you know, like. You got this whole like rigid system with the different classifications, and you got to get a certain number of. This is too complicated. It just, that, that whole thing should be scrapped. I never liked it from the very beginning. The uh, the requirements for the ten and under, basically ten and under tournaments. If you know what I'm talking about, red, orange, green tournaments, just ridiculous. That whole thing should be scrapped. Just 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 let kids play. Let parents choose what they want to play. Um, and then, um, just like you know, the USDA, like the the app, the app and the website and the the, the searchable database, it's just it's kind of like not not as user friendly. The UTR app is very well done and and user friendly, and people like that. Like um, what USDA has allowed, they they've allowed a for profit company to kind of like swoop in 
and and just just uh, fill this landscape. They just uh, you know the UTR is growing and growing and growing, and they they've taken over the the tournament space and they're doing all sorts of other innovative things. But like, look at the innovation that's coming out of UTR, and like it would be it would have been it would have been so much nicer if our national federation could have just you know thought outside the box and done something creative and innovative like that but you know of course they didn't and now you have all these like these this whole fragmented scene where like some kids are playing uh UTR more some kids are doing USDA now we have the ITFs in the mix with their own rating system and and it's just uh it's just a mess. It's, it's just chaos. I don't know how it's going to shake out, but now I have lots of parents who ask me, for example, like, what should they play? Like, where do they start? Do they, should they play USDA red, orange, green and go through the progression system? Should they play Little Mo? There are other tournament scenes out there. Um, Junior Tennis Tour is a growing organization. My, my buddy runs that. Uh, you know, junior tennis store, like there, there's these, these, you know, the reason why these, these circuits are, uh, popular is because the USDA sucks, man. And the tournaments suck and they're not run well. They're not managed well. They're, 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 um, there's so many impediments to enjoying a USDA tournament that, I mean, uh, the show's not about uh, criticizing the USDA necessarily, but but that's the reason why UTR is, is is thriving. That's the reason why there are other junior circuits that are really really popular. Little Mo's really popular. You know, I, I I tell my students, I tell my parents, you don't even have. I mean, doing USDA is not even. You don't even have to do it anymore. You don't even have to do a USDA. It never used to be like that when I was a kid. That that was the only game in town. You had to play USDA tournaments, whatever they did, you had to do to get a ranking. The goal was every kid wanted to get a ranking. Every serious kid wanted to get a ranking. I wanted, I, I, would, I, I love checking my ranking. Like I said, I think it would be really bad for me to, have, to be growing up in today's world where you can basically like wake up in the morning and you can check your app and check, check your stat every, every single minute. You know, that's, that's not healthy for a kid. Kids should be focused on their development, their long-term development. What are they working on intrinsically? What do they need to improve with their technique? What do they need to improve with their movement? What, what kind of patterns do they need to practice? Um, what are the areas of deficiency that they need to get better? You know, that the, but the kids kind of like, when you're in that apified world, the, the sort of there's this hyper-focus on like the number. And uh, that doesn't tell the whole story. And it's certainly not the healthiest way to develop a champion. I'm not saying it's bad to have a rating, but but it should be de-emphasized to a certain extent. And parents and coaches should be like really careful about, um, you know, how much kids are checking it. Like, the, I, I'm guilty of it too. Like, I talk to my students uh, all the time because U, UTR is a really useful metric. So like a lot of times I'll be like you know, talking to a kid, and it's like the language that the kids understand tennis. So I'll say something like very innocently, like, you know, you keep hitting your foreign like that, you keep playing like that, your UTR is going to go up two levels. Or I'll say something like, you know, the way you just played the last few points, that's like, that's like 12 UTR tennis. That's like D1 tennis. So I guess, I, you know, I don't know if I, I'm guilty, but I mean, that's the world we live in. The, the kids are into it. Like, that's good. But, we, but parents and coaches, we need to monitor, like, what they're checking on their app, 
We need to monitor like the level of obsession that's happening. We should we should avoid ducking. We should uh, commit to playing and battling. Um, like the comment that I had earlier on the show, you should play that backdraw. Don't skip the backdraw. That's a bad bad lesson to teach your kids. You know, like teach your kids to play it out, fight. There's if there's a kid that's not as good as you, go whoop ass. Or go work on something. Don't come back to me and say, oh, I want to go home and I'll play video games today. No, don't do that. You know? I just, uh, I'm missing the old days. And, you know, it parallels what's happening on the Pro Tour. The Pro Tour is such a mess. Overscheduled. Um, different competing organizations. Uh, the financial picture on the Pro Tour is, 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 um, is not, it's not optimized for all the players. The players need, like, a, like a union and a collective bargaining and and like a more like a total professional um, uh, revamp of of the structure on the pro tour and a lot of players have talked about that and are aware of that. I just think like junior tennis is similarly uh, fragmented. And the interesting thing is tennis is is such a great sport. It's this awesome international sport. I think tennis is still thriving. You see the 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 participation rates for tennis are are going up. You know, say what you want about pickleball and and pickleball, I think, is another indicator similar to the rise of UTR. Pickleball sort of um, shines a spotlight on where tennis is failing. Like the rise of UTR shines a huge spotlight on how USDA tournaments failed, failed in many ways. And the same way, pickleball, it, it shines a spotlight on on the failures of tennis. Like to captivate a certain audience, to to get uh, in, to build enthusiasm for a certain segment of the tennis market. Um, but I think tennis whoops pickleball's ass. We're talking about whooping ass. Um, tennis is is such a great sport. So so much so much more dynamic, and just in terms of like athleticism and and uh, on a, and, it, and it just dwarfs pickleball on a, on a worldwide scale financially. Like I don't have any doubt that that uh, tennis will will lose to pickleball in the end. Like, there are some, you know, pickleball is so much in the news lately. But, I mean, I, I part of me thinks some of, some of pickleball is, is, is a fad right now. I mean, it's another another topic for another time. But I, I think tennis will, will it's, if you just compare the sports, there's no comparison in terms of um, the entertainment value and the, the international scope and... And certainly in terms of the economics of tennis, tennis dwarfs pickleball, even though pickleball is getting some, some seed money and some venture capitalism. I mean, it's not even close to, uh, uh, to what, what tennis is and what tennis can be in the future. But tennis should be careful because to allow a sport like pickleball to rise like this, when we could, we could have like shut them down and, and really had all of those players probably playing tennis in some way, and maybe in some modified way, like we've lost a big chunk of people to um, to pickleball and, and other other small court sports. Padel is another one in Europe, and I just think uh, these are these are moments where, as an industry, you 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 look at yourself in the mirror and you say, okay, what what did we do wrong, and what can we do better? Uh, so the same with uh, so getting back to UTR and and players like. Like parents and coaches, try to like see the way the way, what's happening with UTR. Like, hopefully, I can give you a little bit perspective about like the history, the way it used to be. You know, even though that's sort of a uh, maybe 
you know, that may uh, indicate just some nostalgia and and an old-fashioned nature. But sometimes things were a little bit better, back, you know, before before tech. And then, like, there are things that tech does well, and there are things that that technology um, technology can create problems too. So I think as parents and coaches, try try to see clearly what's happening. Look at your kid. Is your kid like really into it? Are you falling into the habit of like skipping tournaments or pulling out of bag draws or a um, host of other issues? Um, try to avoid those those practices and try to build build character in your kid. Try to try to make decisions regarding tournaments that help make your kid uh, stronger mentally and build up their character for life, not just for tennis but for life, and also help your kid develop to the maximum all of their skills and don't just hyper focus on the number uh, the utr is like um it's like an sat score like in your face all the time like everyone knows their sat score or at least i did you guys may not know but i did get a perfect score on the sat but everyone everyone like you know in college like is obsessed with their that number what they got on the sat in certain industries you know like like on wall street like it's really big like everyone wants to know each other's sat score and in tennis, like this, this UTR, it's like magnified right in your face, and and you can't, and you, and now that it's appified, you just can't get away from it. Like the, it, we're, we're all trapped in the UTR world, you know, and and everyone's scared to like lose a certain amount of games or try something different. Like I, I don't know, I don't think we'll ever get out of that, but we, but we can do the best we can to try to protect our kids from that, and our and ourselves, you know, if, especially if you're uh, playing yourself or you're. So I think parents and coaches are the ones who need to guard against this. Why why is UTR why is USTA so so broken? Like um, you know, kids kids don't enjoy USTA events. We lose a lot of uh, competitive players in in USTA. So maybe UTR in some level is a blessing because it's going to like help like make tournaments better. You know, I'm sure UTR would make that argument. Like they're making tournaments better. They're, they're building enthusiasm. Certainly they're growing fast. People are enjoying UTR events more than USDA events, more than, than other circuits. So on, in that respect, good. I, I don't, I don't think UTR is all bad. And I think there's a lot of good things, but some of the negatives that I, I just wanted to, wanted to share with you guys and kind of get it off my chest is, kind of aggravating me. I, if I get another uh, message from a parent saying, we'd love to play your tournament, but we're just going to wait till Friday to see, you know, who signs up. Like, don't send me that text again, guys. I mean, come on. You, you know what? You know how that makes me feel? Uh, and, and uh, or, or, you know, Oh, sorry. We 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 checked the uh, we checked the the website, and we're just we're gonna have to withdraw this weekend because we just we just don't see uh, we just don't see the level that we want, you know. Or this tournament's just kind of gonna be a waste because you know my son is uh, my son is a ten UTR, and and the highest rated player is uh, is like a nine point eight. So we're not gonna bother for this uh, for this event. Sorry. We'll see you next time. Like, are you serious right now? Like, if you need to play a tournament, like, if your kid needs competition or to work on something, just come and play. Come on, let's do it. You know? So, those are my thoughts on UTR. I've done podcasts on USDA. Let's not, uh, you know, if you have questions about it, let me know. But I'm not going to go into all the, all the 
all the problems with UST. Oh my God. Um, but, but we have a low participation rate in tournaments. We have a lot of children who play like play tournaments in USTA because of like the cheat. I've talked, I've talked about this ad nauseum, the cheating, you know, there's the, the kind of inconvenient structure of the tournaments here in New York. So many matches are scheduled late at night. You know, what a bad, what just an overall, like really bad customer experience for for tennis players and on that level UTR is trying to give people a much better customer experience a much better experience of at tournament starts from right having that app on your phone is is a wonderful thing because that's convenient and it's easy to sign up and it's easy to play events but so that part those kind of conveniences from technology are wonderful and uh, we just have to be careful about the drawbacks so guys uh, is UTR God I don't know how we get away from it. It's become, uh, your rating has become sort of uh, an integral part of your identity, your tennis identity. You know, how many times I have a practice and the kids show up and they say, hey, hey man, a new kid shows up, what's your UTR? Now, this is the, the question of the day, the question of, of, the, of our lifetime. What's your UTR? UTR is your life now, your rating. Oh, your, my rating went down, ooh. Now, now, now I'm, I'm struggling or my rating went up. And then, I mean, you need it for college. All the college coaches love it. So what are you going to do? You know, so, UTR is so clever to get uh, the coaches on board with it. And now every player, rightfully so, as they get older, they're definitely concerned about their UTR and parents too because they don't, they, it's a huge part of recruiting. So how, how do you get away from that? It's, it's basically become like, like the de facto SAT score for tennis. It, it, that's what it is. It's an SAT score for tennis. And it, it's like the, the entry ticket to college. You have to have it. But, but as parents and coaches, we've got to do our best to try to uh, maybe de-emphasize um, the, the, the obsession with, with the rating and to, and to make sure our kids understand uh, healthy ways to approach competition. And no ducking. No, no duck. We fight. We fight whenever, whatever, you know, we play anyone, anytime, anywhere. We play, we fight. I think that's a, that's a good way to approach, really healthy way to approach tournaments. And um, if your son or daughter has a match against someone who's a little bit lower, tell them, tell them, come on, let's work, let's, let's work, let's work on something. Take advantage of this opportunity, you know. Rephrase that. Make rephrase that that whole situation. Re, reframe it so that the kids looking at things in a positive way. Um, that's what I think, guys. I'm sure uh, there's more we can discuss. Uh, post any questions in the comments. Shoot me an email, and we'll talk more about tournaments. These are like I get a lot of questions about what tournaments to play. We've done some uh, shorter videos for the YouTube channel recently on how many tournaments to play what tournaments to start out with. Uh, I get questions about the, uh, for older players, like what um, should I play USCA or the ITF circuit? But the ITF circuit is, is actually very well run in terms of structure. I, I actually like the ITF uh, structure very much, much more so than uh, USCA. Um, if you have any questions about those types of things, um, just let me know. And um, just for anyone out there who's in the industry, maybe, uh, a decision maker or a, uh, uh, an industry uh, stakeholder, like 
Can we just try to make the tournament experience better for kids, um, uh, especially like in re regards to cheating, uh, better for parents in terms of scheduling and convenience, and uh, uh, can we make the whole tournament experience um, more fun and, and uh, maybe less expensive? And just better, just better, and so 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 we can compete with other sports. Because in the end, at the end of the day, we want tennis to win against all the other sports, including pickleball. Because we need to whoop some ass against pickleball. All right, guys, I will uh, see you guys on the next program. Uh, we have a lot of holiday camps coming up. If you're, I know a bunch of you are coming up uh, to the club in Vermont to train with me over Christmas. I am not traveling this Christmas, so if you want to come train with me. I am uh, training all through the holidays, and uh, we're also doing summer camp signups now. So if you're coming to the summer camp, uh, we get filled up very fast, guys. It's um, we only take about 30 players a week, more or less, and it's uh, you know it's our high performance camp in the mountains here in Vermont. If you're starting to think farther ahead into the summer, I would encourage you to uh, sign up soon or contact me to talk about summer camp because it will be the greatest summer ever. So. Um, I will see you guys either on court or in the next program. Take care. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the program. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes and recommend the show to your friends. We greatly appreciate your likes and shares. Thank you for your support of the show and for helping us grow our audience. If you would like to train with Chris, please visit chrislewitt.com for more info. You can also join Chris's online school, clta.teachable.com, and follow his blog at prodigymaker.com. A reminder that all show archives can be found at youtube.com forward slash chrislewitt. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Vamos.